0: And then now, now Hello, oh, hello. Come on in. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, El Michelle. Thank you. Good afternoon, Samantha. God bless you. Yes. Tag and share. Good evening, Lady Ferg. How are you? God bless you. Y'all come on in. Tag and share. Share, share, share the broadcast because look, I just want to say this. It's voting season. It is voting season. Season. Y'all, do y'all hear me? It's voting season. I'm so excited about it because this gives us an opportunity to make the necessary adjustments that we need or the changes that we need in our government, in our local city, state, you know, government. This is our time. To let our voices be heard. So y'all come on in. Yes, Samantha. Share, share, share. Y'all share. Tag some people. Put it in their inbox. Whatever it is that you have to do. And let them know that we are on. The Life In the Now podcast is on. Hello, Sister Letitia. God bless you. Go ahead, y'all. Continue to tag and share. and Let people know that we are on on tonight. And we have an amazing guest that is going to be sharing with us on tonight an amazing guest because guess what? As Christians, as believers, we gotta get you know we we gotta we gotta make it uh, we, we we have to make it easy for other people to come in and to be able to uh, uh, be. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know the word, but comfortable, maybe comfortable with us because we're in tune with what's going on all around us, not just in church. You know, we don't just talk church talk. You know, we're believers. We believe Christ. We believe we follow Christ. Good evening, Miss Lena. And he has given us wisdom to do what we're supposed to do in the earth to make uh uh changes to you know to vote we have this amazing ability to vote this amazing ability to get out and vote so we need to go ahead and do it and there are some people who saying, you know i don't like to vote i don't like to get out but guess what then someone else will all, always be making decisions for you yeah so your voice is not being heard if you're not a voter so Again, good evening. Good evening. It's voting season, so we want to make sure that our voices are heard. I'm so happy that during this season and this time that God would allow me um to uh, relaunch the Life in and Now podcast. You know, we were Life in and Our radio before, but now we're uh we're everywhere <laughs> you know the podcast you can you can tune in from everywhere you can go to youtube you can go to uh my actual podcast you can go you know it's here live on facebook so it's not just you know contained to one area but we're everywhere now so you guys can tap in but since we are in florida we're in tallahassee florida um i want to you know, specifically speak to the people in our local area who's going to be voting. If wherever you are, make sure you vote. But tonight, tonight, (laughs) we are focused on this area. Good evening, Sophia. God bless you. God bless you. I'm so happy to see you guys on here. Y'all, look. I just got to give a big shout out to Miss Sophia G, who's on here on tonight because she, she, you know, she does such a great job. She did my hair, y'all. Thank you, Sophia. I love it. So I want want to give her a shout out. So y'all, you know what? Hit her up, hit her up. But um, I am I'm so excited about tonight because we have an amazing guest. My guest on tonight um, has been someone who my husband and I have known for years. He is another co-laborer in Christ. He uh, is a a father, a husband, you know, man of God. He is the senior pastor of New Birth Tabernacle of Praise Church right here in the city of Tallahassee. Y'all, he is he's an advocate of change. Amen, Derek. Boots on the ground. That's it. He's an advocate of change. He's a man who has stepped out in this season to say, look, you know, now is our time as kingdom people to make some changes. So he stepped out in this season for us. So um, I, I don't even want to, you know, I don't want to read anymore. I'm going to let him share, you know, the rest about him because you, you guys know over the last three weeks. We've been talking about this. Oh, um, with my last guest. We've been talking about the man, the motivation and the mission. So without further ado, I want to welcome y'all help me. Welcome pastor, Mr. <laughs> Rudolph Ferguson, senior pastor of new birth tabernacle of praise. Come on in pastor Ferg. How are Hello.
1: you? I'm well, thank you for the introduction. I was I was actually enjoying that. Keep it up. That was good. Thank you.
0: Amen. Look, I'm excited about you. I'm excited about what you're doing in this season. Um, When I see another pastor in the city step out, that just, I mean, it it pushes me. It gives me the motivation. It gives me, you know, it strengthens my faith. To say, you know what, when God places something in your heart, when God tells you to do something, it's time to do it. We have to stretch beyond the borders. We have to stretch outside of ourselves because sometimes we don't want, when God calls us to do something, you know, in ourselves, we're like, oh no, God, I'm I'm afraid. I'm scared. I don't want to be, you know, I don't like being in front of people or I don't Mm want to be in front of the camera. But God says, no, now is the time I need you to go ahead and I need you to step out. Right. in this season. So, you know, um, I just want to say, thank you so much mm-hmm. for your labor of love, because you, you, you're always on the front line, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw that one in there. You're always on the front line. I always see you fighting for social justice. You're always the one that's saying, you know what, this is not right. How can we bridge the gap? I mm-hmm. would say that you love, you, you are the man that bridges the gap between, you know, uh, the, I've seen you do it between the city, you know, uh, the, the police department and the people, uh, the church, and trying to bridge the gap, you know, between the church and the state. So, you know, thank you so much for that. Thank to you God so much. Glory.
1: Thank it. you. Thank you. To God yes, be sir. the glory.
0: Yes. So tonight, Pastor Fur, we're going to have a conversation. Um, the conversation is basically centered around our theme, the man, the, the motivation, and the mission. So mm-hmm. I shared a little bit with our people about, um, you know, who you are. You, you're a father, you, you're a husband, you're a father, you know, you're a man of God, you know, you lead God, God's people, you know, you're, you're a city, you, you, you know, you're an advocate for our community. Mm. So can you tell, um, our listeners a little bit more about uh Rudy Ferguson, Rudolph Ferguson senior, and what you what um uh I guess your your candidate, mm-hmm. and and I want you to tell them what what, what you're running for.
1: Good, mm-hmm. well, again, thank you so much, Sister Collins. Thank you so much for the invitation to mm-hmm. be here. You know, um, you know, running for office is not an easy undertaking, you know, mm-hmm. it's something that I sought the Lord for, and in politics. Certain people don't want to hear that, you know, you prayed before you did something, because that's like a no-no in politics, that, that old cliche separation of church and state. That may be true in some aspects, but when it comes down, there's no separation from God and Rudy. And with that being said, I've learned how to, you know, seek the Lord's authority before I do anything. That's in the church and that's in the community. And uh, I have to make it really plain to a lot of people that I just, just didn't start doing community service, I didn't become a servant leader when I became a pastor. Uh, mm-hmm. I was doing this when I started working for the Urban League when I was 18, 19 years of age, working for the Urban League. But what really catapulted me to that to that place was my, my opportunity to work along or work for one of the greatest governors of our time here in Florida. At the age of 23, I was appointed by Governor Lawton Childs to serve him for seven years while he was in office as the state sole youth representative for the MLK Institute for nonviolence. Now, here I am, this young man traveling the state and the country, uh, traveling the state and the country, speaking on behalf of nonviolence, uh, the United Nations, a season of nonviolence in Miami. And I'm traveling for the governor and speaking on that. After my term ended, Sister Collins, what happened was I found my calling, because it's an old saying that my grandfather used to say all the time, Rudy, when you find out your calling, your career will come easier. And mm-hmm. I found that that my career is in public service. Excuse me, my p- career is in the capacity of being a servant leader, working yes. along for the people, uh, working along with the people. And so after looking at the what you know what our what our government looks like right now, it just seems like it's a terrible place with negative ads and and and, and people coming after each other. You know, all for the sake of saying, I want to represent you. I want to be great, okay. to you, but they're tearing down each other to do it. And I don't believe that's the way we get things done. And so after working in our community for so long in the Griffin Hype neighborhood in the French town or on the south side of town, mm-hmm. what really changed my mind is when I saw and I looked and seen that the government and certain individuals who are in leadership weren't really wasn't paying attention to our most vulnerable communities. And our most vulnerable communities, they, they're they more so in the place of the black communities, you know, wow. the underserved, the you know, the underprivileged communities. And it really bothered me to the point that somebody said, well, pastors can't run for office. I said, well, the football players can, why can't a pastor? And so nevertheless, I thought it was so important. So I prayed,
0: mm-hmm. sought
1: God, got, got his approval and his permission to leave the pulpit and go further on the pavement, if you will. And I cast my name in there to be the next Kent Leon County commissioner. And I believe I bring servant leadership to the table. That is what we know. So there's nothing I have to find to do. Me being on television in the newspaper, that's not not something I'm doing because I'm running for office. That's something I do whether I was running for office or not. I'm always speaking on behalf of the community because if I don't speak up for the community, what happens? You know, we we can't depend on certain people. And lastly, I would say seems like you know those who are out here you and myself and the others and your husband who are really trying to bring our communities you know on their feet put them on yeah. in, a, in a good place it seems like we're running and going in circles chasing our tails and the best way I, I know that can work is for me to sit in that chair at the leon county courthouse to change the policies mm. create policies that will represent those who cannot represent themselves And that is the reason why I'm running for office, because it's time to make that change. And I'm not saying as a cliche, I'm saying it really is time to remove the old guard and put in the new guard that has actually been the gatekeeper of our community for a better part of 30 years.
0: My God, look, Pastor Ferg, you've said a whole lot. And I've heard you speak so many times, so many times before, but I hear the passion. I hear, you know, it's more than just passion. It's a call, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a mandate um, that God is calling you to in this season, you know, and it's also to, uh, to, to help lead the people because, you know, we have to have someone speaking for us. So I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you have, you know, allowed yourself to, um, to to launch out in this season and mm-hmm. say, "Okay, God, I'll go, I'll do it." You know, <laughs> look, send me, I'll go, and it's so it is so powerful because so many people on here that know you, um, mm-hmm. they are standing behind you. I saw Gerald Tooks, my friend. Hello, Gerald. God bless you. He says hello to uh pastor Ferg as well I see uh yeah uh Mr. Stephen Knight is on here prophetess Lisa Ward all you guys welcome welcome you know because there are so many people who are sitting back wondering okay who's going to represent us mm-hmm. you know who who's going to be that person that's going to get out there that we can vote for that we know for a surety that will keep their promises that will fight for continue to fight for the people who will you know walk in integrity who will continue to serve just be that servant leader so I agree Yes. Yeah, so again, thank you so much for that, Pastor yes, Ferg. Ma'am. I want to ask you this question: um, When you when you told your 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 family, your wife, Lady Ferg, God bless you. When you when you told Lady Ferg and your 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 kids that you were gonna, you know, th- this was the time that you were gonna, you know, step out and get into the race. What what did, what was the reaction? What was the reaction from your family?
1: Well, th- I'm glad you said told, because one thing about Lady Ferguson, she don't get told anything. You know, she, <laughs> she get asked things. So <laughs> with that being said, it was something I prayed first before mm-hmm. I brought it to her. And after I prayed mm-hmm. and I've got I've got that, that solidified decision from the Lord in my spirit, I, I brought it to my wife and we were sitting in the dining room and uh, watching television. So I kind of launched it out there quickly. And so she kind of leaned over and She said okay, and she nodded her head a little bit. You know, she thought about it, she pondered on it. She didn't answer me right away. We've been watching our television show, Uh and uh, but I realized that she was going to. uh, My wife has always supported me. We've been married 30 years now. Got married when we were 20 years of age. I'm Um, 51, and she is 27, and so we are. (laughs) 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 In the reality, though, you know, and so. Uh, and I knew she would support me. I knew that she would stand with me because when we launched this church, that was probably bigger than running for office, because this is a, a lifetime ministry that okay. we have, to you know, run with. So um, but after which my wife said she wanted to make sure that her and that our marriage and that our relationship was intact, because a lot of distractions comes along with running for office, Absolutely. a lot of. Things come up, things happen, people say, and it becomes a problem for a lot of different people, and not just myself launching out there, but mm-hmm. the Ferguson name itself. My wife was launching with me as the backbone of my campaign, and so I believe that, uh, my, and my sons, they were excited about it as well. Mm-hmm. My family was with me, my uh, you know my, ex- my extended family, or my, you know my father. Everyone seemed to say, "Okay, Rudy, what you were waiting for?" And I was waiting, I believe, for the timing. Everything is important with timing, and, and I did not want to just jump in the race. I just didn't want to run against somebody to sit in the seat. So I saw the best seat that I thought would be more prudent for where we needed to go. And mm-hmm. just so happens that the one that's sitting in the seat hasn't really made the seat useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't really launched in the deep to make it. And I say no, and I mean this when I say this, no disrespect to him as 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 a person mm-hmm. and as a man. I just think that his service in these twelve years. It's not rendered the very things that we need in our most vulnerable communities. It's important to understand. It's okay to take care of the northeast side of town. It's okay to take care of our most uh, well-to-do communities. But we also want to look out for those who want to do well. You know, And and that's important in itself. And when you're only looking at one class of people uh, that ensures your uh, re-election, that's a a problem for me. That's a problem for me. Uh, And so it's not taken away from those those wealthy communities the Mm -hmm. ultimate goal is to not slice up the piece of the pie that we already have in more slices the ultimate goal is to make the pie bigger so we can make the pie bigger by bringing more revenue by bringing more opportunities by bringing more jobs by bringing more enterprise so those business their money stay in place all we've done now is brought more businesses who probably would have never got to that table because of the size of that pie the first time Mm -hmm. now has an opportunity To be a get a part and be a part of the growing network of of entrepreneurs and also add to the economics of our community and of our city so that's uh after talking to lady ferg that was you know of course she wanted to make sure that i knew what i was talking about (laughs) so (laughs) nevertheless um it it has it has been an experience and i'm so glad to have her by my side all these years uh Mm -hmm. and always encouraging me and sometimes reminding me you know that you know that i've got to do one two and three and all that goes with the grain of also being a pastor. I'm still preaching on Sunday mornings. I'm still teaching. That is my first calling. That is my responsibility. And then I get back on the campaign trail when that responsibility has been handled. So I'm wow. excited to have it by my side on this one
0: awesome awesome that is very very important you know family is very important and sometimes i see so many people that just you know you kind of just leave your family because oh well i have a mandate from god but god would i i don't think that god would want you to 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 leave your family lose your family or to cause chaos in your family just to go and do a mandate i think there's there's a balance in that and mm-hmm. I believe that you know when people of God step out especially in this season mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we are we are well balanced and covered you know mm-hmm. and so I, that's why I love that you said that you prayed first you prayed mm-hmm. about it first and then you went to your wife and you you both prayed about it mm-hmm. and so that that is so very important and that's that's a nugget there for some young leaders that are coming up, some young men and women who are looking to do some great things in the world, whether it's in politics or the church or ministry, mm-hmm. wherever. But you got to know what that first things first, God, family, then ministry. You know, mm-hmm. if you have those things in order. You can really go far. And that's, that's why right. this show is so important, because. I wanted to l- allow the people in on the hearts of the, the, the candidates that are running. Mm-hmm. Because so many times we hear, you know, what you want to do, how you want to change, it and, and how you plan to change it, but we don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to trust people when you really don't know their heart. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. you, under, you, you you've seen them, but you don't really you know, if I know this person's heart, you know, so my thing is because I know you and I know where you come from, I know where you're going and I I understand your passion behind it. You know, I can stand up and say, yes, that's who I'm voting for. And I can, I can do it with boldness because Mm. I know this person. I may not, you know, uh, be at your house every day. We don't eat dinner all the time together. But the thing Mm. is, is that I know this person because I've heard them. I sat and I listened to them. And guess what? They've listened to me. Mm-hmm. So that's why this platform is just so important in this time. And that's why I wanted to do it. And so you talking about family, that's a mm-hmm. part of the man. Yes. is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Serious,
1: I agree. Yes.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Pastor. That's per- nice. There's something that the you talked about the motivation behind it as well. You've already kind of gone over that. You, you know, you you watched mm-hmm. over the years, you know, the motivation behind you stepping out. You watched. There's some, you know, God, God placed it in your heart. All of these things help motivate you. Is there anything else that helped to motivate you to say, okay now. I, I I have to do it now. I have to yeah. step out now. Are there any other things that you would like to share with us
1: well, about think, that motivation? Well, I think more so is that, you know, I'm always looking for ways to better my community. I'm we're looking for ways to better our vulnerable communities and those mm-hmm. communities that need a hand up. Um, and I believe it's so important for us to look at what's not happening, you know, and what's not working, uh, what's mm-hmm. not going. And sometimes politics have gotten in the way of good people doing good things. Uh, And and that's a a, a problem for me because we can't keep buying and selling from the empty wagon. We can't keep going from the same spot to the same place telling us that if eventually something is going to be in this wagon. No, people need to see working tangible evidence that things are actually working on their behalf. Now, Rome wasn't built in the day and I don't believe we can fix what we need to fix in the few months that I'm there. But I can promise you this. One thing about me is knowing that I'm on a timetable and I'm on a mission. You know, it's my job to make sure that in the first 100 days that the people who voted for me, even the ones who don't vote for me, Mm -hmm. will see that uh, I am the right choice for this position. I am the one who is going to bring some real tangible, actionable things that can be in place for Mm -hmm. not just for public safety with the gun violence. Me serving as a chairman of the Tallahassee Police Department Citizen Advisory Council, but not just that, but also bringing a way for affordable homes. Everybody wants a home over their head. I mean, a roof over their head. They want to be a part of society. They want to be a part of the growth. They want to have that sense of belonging in Tallahassee, Florida, which which leads me into a segue to the, the poverty and the homeless that we have here. We just can't shoo it away we can't say it's not our problem. We see it every day. Right. Uh, we just can't build a facility and say, okay, homeless people, that's where you go because you're homeless. No, we have to look for other ways. What made this person become homeless? Most people out there, you'd be surprised, uh, Sister Collins, that some have degrees. Some of them, you know, have doctor degrees, but life got in the way. We're yeah. all a sandwich away from being hungry, if you know Ooh. what I mean. And so the reality yeah. of it all is that we must begin to look at how do we bridge that gap? between the homeless and having and giving them a home. And, and there's a lot of ways I've explored, even with rapid rehousing, taking some of these dilapidated homes that we have sitting in our communities, that the people have died on and it belongs to the city. Let's take those homes. Let's, we can use some ship funds from the government to repair those homes so that these people can move right into them, not just move in, but give them the necessary um, uh, you know, resources yes. and support services that can help them become responsible, positive, productive citizens again. Mm-hmm. That is the most element. It, it, it won't take uh, it won't take us a bunch of years, but it will take us time to really put that mm-hmm. formula together. And I believe that with me sitting in that chair, that that would definitely work. And I will also say Tallahassee social appeal. I've been living in Tallahassee since 1984. Now I would say <laughs> I would say that it has changed. You know, uh-huh. we got we got more than one theater now. Uh, <laughs> we, we can go a few more places, but the times are changing. Our young people want to see more. They want to be included more. They want to have a voice more. And I think that's so important that we include them mm-hmm. uh, to the table. So my model, I say this, my, my goal is the three L's. Is I, I, I always tell people, so people understand. My first thing is to listen to you. You know. So if I can listen to you, I can also learn from you. And if I can learn from you, that'll give me the power to lead for you. That's Ooh. important for me, and not just in the role of running for office, but also my pastoral responsibilities, listening, learning, then leading. Those are the aspects that we need in the chair. We need someone that's not just going to, you know, carry the water for you. You need someone in the office that's going to go help you get it out the well. My that's God. important, you know, and, and I believe that I am that person. That can get that job done, not because you know all these different other elements, but because my heart, uh, Sister Collins, it it has led me to this place. It has put me in this, in this moment, and this is the reason, the motivation behind it, because I now now is the time to make the very important all decisions that's going to affect not just you and I, not just our children, but mm. also our grandchildren. It's important yeah. to understand that. So that's my motivation behind it all. I know I said a mouth.
0: Well, you did, and then you you went right into the mission. You just told us the mission behind it. You know, you you share so much. This thing, my husband is on here. And he says, "Wow, the three L's." That's what I was just about to, to read again. Listen, learn, and to lead. That is powerful. Everyone on here is saying, you know, that 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 that's powerful. We all we all should. You know, live by that model. Mm -hmm. Listen, learn, and lead. It's Mm -hmm. easy to lead when you're listening Mm -hmm. and you're learning. Come on.
1: My wife used to say it all the time to me. She'd say, "Honey, you're not listening. You're not listening to me. You're not listening." (laughs) So I had to master the fact of learn how to listen. You know, that made me made more effective me leading as a husband. So. Yeah, I thought I'd put that out
0: there. Mm-hmm. Wow. I see everyone is 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 uh chiming in on that. Michael Johnson said powerful. Uh Robert Thomas said powerful. Pastor Ferg, this is so this is powerful. Someone else says powerful, very powerful. Um, Miss Lena, she loves it. But this is this is how you make an impact. When people can hear your heart on it, not mm-hmm. just know that you're fighting to get in the seat, but your reason behind why you want want to get there. Why, you know, you stepped out in this time and in this season. So your mission is very, very clear. Mm-hmm. We have a few more minutes. Well, maybe about three more minutes past the first. Would you just share a little bit more about this mission, about what you would like to see? And, you know, just a few words just to tie this thing up for us.
1: Yes, ma'am. I'm gonna say this real mm-hmm. quickly. I think it's so important to understand that the mission is to bring our community under one under one fold under one mission we are one leon county we are one leon tallahassee florida so no matter what side of what people people town they i'm sorry they live yeah. on what side of town they live on it's important to understand that every community is important we've got about 96 communities and neighborhoods associations in in leon county wow. and we need to be able to bring a variety of information not just information, how do we teach people who want to be in business, want to do business with Leon County, not just having them come up there, but bringing them here, bringing them to the community. Let the staff that works for Leon County bring those those concepts, how to do a contract, how to get money from the city, how to get money from the county, how to start a business, how to get to that table. It's a reason why you see a lot of people give big money to a lot of these people because they want to make sure that their footing is solidified when when contracts come up, and it's the reason why I have not accepted any money from developers. Because if anybody's going to do business with Leon County, no one is going to give me a check to say, "Remember, I gave you a check." So right. my contract come across your desk. I need you to look at it look closely. That is the only reason that I haven't raised a whole bunch of money like my opponents have. Because I believe this is grassroots. This is how we get it done: knocking on doors. My wife and I did handwriting notes, passing them out, send them in the mail to all these different people because I want people to know that Rudy Ferguson is real. So my motto in closing, run with Rudy because Rudy has been running with you. And that's how we get the job done. Thank you so much. My God.
0: God. My God. Run with with Rudy. I need y'all to go ahead and put that in the comments. Run with Rudy because Rudy has been running with you and for you. Powerful, powerful. I've heard so much tonight, Pastor Ferg that has, you know, um, enlightened me. Um, I I, I hear your heart. I believe in what you're doing. I have, I've seen your work in -hmm. the community. I do, I believe that it's time for change on every level. On Mm -hmm. every level, it's time for change. And so tonight, you know, if I had any doubt, well, I believe if anyone else had any doubt about you, I believe that you have truly, you know, opened your heart and pour it out to us on tonight. And, you know, my prayer is that you continue to run this race all the way up until what august 23rd is it Uh,
1: next tuesday next tuesday Mm -hmm. next
0: tuesday y'all and for some of us you know we had the opportunity to early vote so whether you early vote whether you're waiting to vote however you decide to do to do it listen at the hearts of the people know who it is that you're voting for Mm -hmm. you know know that change is now and mm-hmm. we can't change anything if we if we refuse to get up and to do something. So, you there. know, I encourage each and every one of you out there who are listening to go and vote. That's you right. Heard uh, and look when you see Pastor Rudy Ferguson name, Rudy Ferguson mm-hmm. name on that ballot, just go I'm ahead the first one. <laughs> he said he's the first one so go ahead and vote. I see some people say they're running running with Rudy. Awesome. Michael Johnson said it's just it's just powerful. So mm-hmm. again, thank you so much. Thank Alson you. Berg for this opportunity on on tonight. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, all of our viewers, even if you go back and do the replay. Thank you all so much. And I will have another special guest with me on Thursday night. So you guys do not want to miss it. It is voting season. So remember this. We love you guys. And until next week, be Mm glad.